Good evening, everyone. Michelle here. Hope everyone's having a good night so far. I wanted to begin with giving a little bit of background on Brittany. Um, she was born and developed as a normally developing child. She had 55 words. She had some phrases. And suddenly, at about two and a half years old, I noticed that she something was off. I wasn't sure exactly what it was. I didn't know if she was deaf, but I had brought it up to her dad that I thought something was wrong. And we waited and waited to see if things improved and they did not. And suddenly her language stopped developing at around two and a half. At that point, her language development became static and then quickly began to um, disintegrate. She started losing words, losing phrases. And by the time she was three, she had no words, no phrases. She had lost all the language that she had developed um, as a toddler. Uh, we took her to, for um, an evaluation at the local university with a multidisciplinary team when she was about three years and two months old. And it was, that at, it was at that time that we were told that she had autism. It, it started with a, um, I should back up. It started with a hearing test when she was around two years and maybe eight months. We took her for a hearing test. And that was the first time the word autism ever hit our ears. Um, I didn't know what autism was. I only had seen the movie Rain Man. Ironically, I saw it with Brittany's dad when we were still dating. And um, little did we know we'd be living with Rain Man years later. So to back up to that, we had thought she was deaf and, and the, the speech pathologist had suggested she be screened for autism. At the time, I thought she was crazy, the lady. I thought, oh, you know, Brittany doesn't act like Rain Man, and she, you know, she's just a beautiful little girl, and she didn't seem like she had something that severe wrong with her at that time. So, but we, we did, as she was approaching three and no longer spoke, we knew there was a big problem. So back to three years old, about three years and two months, we took her to the interdisciplinary uh, team, and uh, which consisted of a pediatrician, a social worker, speech pathologist, and several other professionals. And it was at that time that Brittany was diagnosed with autism. Even though we had the seed planted in our heads at the screening for her hearing, it was still quite a blow to hear it. And uh, that day is indelibly etched in my brain, and I'm sure her dad's as well. 
So, um, once we got the autism diagnosis, we quickly started researching what do we do next? We had no idea. Uh, we had a, a good support team in place already. The preschool team was already keeping track of her and uh, ready to take her into school um, shortly after that. But we decided to meet with the behavior specialist who was the godfather of behavior back then, uh, which was, let's see, she's born in 90, so that would be in 1993. His name was Dr. Ivar Lovas. He was in uh, UCLA in California. We lived in Florida. We've lived in Florida since Brittany's born. She's born and raised in Florida. And we, I called the UCLA Behavior Center and they were not taking any patients. So I groveled and begged and finally got an appointment with them. And we, we I think it was a, maybe a month away from when I had called them. So the next step at this point was that Brittany's dad, Brittany and I, were going to fly to UCLA to meet with the team, with a team at the Behavioral Center. I can't recall the name at this point. And that's where we'll leave it off at today. And we'll catch up on the ne my next um, podcast. Thank you for listening. And if you have any questions, just let me know. Thank you. Have a good night. Bye-bye.